Testing, testing. One, two, three. Who's going first today, Z? And I've just seized it, unless you... I'm going first today. Right, okay. Because you went first last time. Okay. Bit of two and throw. That means the bit that I've just put is going to get edited out, so you can go first but this time. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the Bromley Buzz podcast with... Darren Wheel of Intune PR. And Zenat Narani of Mindset and uh, Wellbeing Coaching. <laughs> you skipped the Vida de la Mariposa coaching this time round. Yes, you stopped me tripping oh, up on it. And here we are at the top end of uh, Bromley North, Sunridge Park, um, in my flat again, because uh, it's just miserable out there, so we thought we'd do it where it's somewhere nice and cosy. It's never miserable in Bromley, Z. It's not. It's always buzzing, buzzing like bees. Indeed. So uh, you can find us uh, every Monday on Channel Radio to uh, 10 a.m. And also, thank you to our wonderful sponsors, Terra, uh, Terra, I was about to say in Spanish, Terra Firma Landscapes and Ian Wood Property. Can you say that in Spanish? Tierra Firma. There you go. How about the landscapes? That might be a bit more advanced. Well, uh, that, that is, but um, now you're catching me off guard now mm. here. But uh, Tierra means land. So, the land. So it's kind of in between two. I suppose. I'm not sure what terror means for him. I was think, he referring? Is that a Latin? To land. As in Latin land, it means. Mm. Mm, could be. Yeah. Uh, I'm not one for Latin. How about property? For inward property? Uh, Propiterio. Okay. Uh, by the way, you will have a potential chance of revenge because I've been listening to that BBC podcast which talks about little things you can do to improve your life, okay. uh, mental and physical health. And uh, one of them is. It said that if you do three stretching things, learning-wise, as an older person, mm. it improves your mental uh, facilities, including memory, enormously. Absolutely. Uh, you have to really throw yourself at it, though, and it's mm. things like um, you know, weightlifting, bodybuilding. Well, not bodybuilding, but you know, quite vigorous exercise would yeah. be one. Learning another language would Apparently, be Apparently, learning another language is supposed to be top on the list or your mental mm. well-being. But I'm singularly untalented with languages, but I want to learn Italian. So you may find I'll have a go at that in Italian at some point. Well, there we go. Poquito a poquito. I'll take your word for that. That means little by little. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's been a few things going on uh, in and around the London Borough of Bromley. But, first of all, I think we need to give ourselves a huge round of applause, don't we? Let's do that first. And because mm, and no 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 I thought oh, you should come and introduce because it is or was on the fourth of August our second anniversary of the Bromley Buzz podcast. Yeah, and we've got a magazine which literally calls itself as a pilot copy here. Mm -hmm. And on the fourth of August, twenty twenty-one, we did a pilot Bromley Buzz episode, uh, which if nobody had listened to or taken any interest, would have vanished ignominiously. Absolutely. There's a yeah. word I don't use very often. Uh, but the thing I was going to interrupt with and. Stop myself, thank goodness. <laughs> Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday, birthday to us. us. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, dear, dear Bromley Buzz. Buzz. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to, to us. us. Fantastic. So, yes, uh, that includes, um, of course, Sarah Marsh Collins of Digital, Digital, uh, Babel Monkey Digital and Marketing, mm -hmm. uh, who came up with the Bromley Buzz name and uh, the logo design by Tim Dawson. So, yes, the, the team, congratulations to us all. Yeah, and uh, this is episode 122. Which is amazing. And do you know what? I'd like to thank 
or all our listeners, but all our guests that have been on the show with, that we have interviewed and people have taken a keen interest because we wouldn't be growing, we wouldn't be having our second interview if it wasn't for them as well. And all the wonderful things that happen in Bromley and the people because we've got so much to buzz about. Yeah, uh, and indeed more people are coming forward and wanting to be interviewed about various things of all hues. Uh, in fact, breaking news for you, because I'm not sure I've mentioned it as yet, uh, I'm going to be making a trip to Bromley Court Hotel, because they would like to uh, appear on an episode. Oh yes, they have mentioned that, yes. Yes, if you're free, you might like to come with me. Absolutely, if I am free, I shall be buzzing with you. Yeah, um, internal gossip from the Bromley Buzz, by the way. Darren is rubbish at CCing Zena into his emails. <laughs> <laughs> so she doesn't always know things when she should do. Apologies. Oh, no. So if anybody is a great PA out there that could help Darren, <laughs> that's not too expensive, that could help him and remind him of CCing me into emails, that would be much appreciated. Sorry, are we back to the Spanish now? CC. CC, CC. Uh, so, what's been buzzing for you? Well, actually... Single buzz. One one thing which... Uh, oh, single buzz. Ah, yes, single buzz. Okay, so uh, that, take, that takes Let's us out of my little first. sequence. Um, I know. I'm, oh, well, I'm right. mixing it up this time around. Well, as a, as a PR, and as bear in mind, I'm a self-employed business owner, which is the wonderful thing about that is you can do what you're done or like. Uh, and I'm a PR. I don't. I PR stuff that's um, pro bono, charity, and all that when I feel so inclined. And this week I helped uh, PR a dog. Barney, um, our friend Shermas Collins is Brittany Spaniel, who is doing a Muddy Paws challenge. And there's a Just Giving page up for that. I think it's 9th of September or there. It is 9th of September on Thank Tunbridge you. Wells. Uh, and uh, because I'm a big fan of Joe Good and um, Anna Webb, mm-hmm. who do the Barking Hour on BBC Radio London on Sundays at, uh, I think it's 3pm, mm-hmm. um, Sarah was on there talking about this at the weekend. Yes, then so I've now officially muddy. I've now officially promoted a dog and um, i <laughs> I then shared something else PR-wise, because it was a PR request um, from a, somebody who wanted to do some writing about effectively doggy divorce. Oh. In other words, when yes. do- dog owners might split up from their relationship yes, or yeah. their marriage. Uh, and literally the, this request came up and it was part of that show. So I've now hooked up Joe Good and uh, Anna Webb with the person and their, the solicitor who was actually talking on the show, potentially with another media outlet. Which is the way things things go. That's why you go in the media with a, a view to hopefully cascading a bit in it going elsewhere. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, doggy divorces are quite big actually. They're quite popular in terms of when uh, couples split up. Well, I'm going to make. Uh, a, I wonder if there's a kitty cat divorce divorce lawyer. You name the pet. I bet there's a hamster one, a lizard one, <laughs> all of that. And lucky me, I got my two kitty cats. Unfortunately, they're not alive now, but I did. There's, there's no doubt in my mind. I'm sure that some people feel a lot more about their pet than they do their soon-to-be spouse oh, or life partner mm. when they're in a relationship. Mm. Um, yeah, there you go. Great. Uh, do you know what? You had another really lovely buzz, and this is your personal buzz, isn't it? Oh, that one. Yes, absolutely. Uh, my daughter, My younger daughter um, at Bristol University, uh, my wife and I went down there, and uh, I now have... Uh, a daughter who's got a degree in uh, ancient and modern history and I have another daughter now who has a degree in psychology from Bristol University 
and it was a, a really lovely ceremony and a, a jolly great way to spend my time. Well done, both my daughters. Absolutely fabulous. Congratulations. And mm. uh, congratulations to the proud dad and mum as well. Yeah, and going back to the weather, by the way, uh, the day we had rain before, rain Mm. the day after, sunny on the day. There you go. Mm. What more could you ask for? So, um... Oh, actually, I can tell you that. We went to a pub near Bristol Mm -hmm. afterwards where they had alpacas. So the same... The the evening of this, we were out there uh, hand-feeding alpacas. Oh, that's a perfect end to the day because I know how much you guys love alpacas yeah and the great thing about them and this was proved yet again alpacas really don't care about humans so you have food in your hand they're interested the moment they finished it uh, they're off you you a who (laughs) (laughs) isn't that like with most pets most pets can be especially cats you mentioned earlier on Um, Mm, and dogs there are some dogs as well mm. and some birds Okay, well, you're heading Hamsters. into describing her as almost human, of course. <laughs> we could go on with this conversation. Yeah, anyway, so um, my buzz mm. was really, really different. So for the very first time, well, this I actually went cold swimming and sauna. So what it was actually called Wild Swim and Sauna. And it was my belated birthday gift from my sister well actually it wasn't belated it's just delayed to this point because I refused to go cold swimming way back in February I thought the weather would be a lot better in August a lot warmer and to my surprise it was the day of that real big storm and wind and rain and thunder but despite all of that even though I just stood there and, and got soaked before I got in the water. Hang on a minute. Thunder goes with lightning. You don't tell me you were hanging around soaking wet with lightning in the vicinity, were you? There was lightning, yes. Well, I'm glad you're still here to tell the tale. I am indeed. I had my yes, rubber wet boots on. Children and adults do not try this at home. <laughs> I had my rubber wet boots on. But you know what? It was the first time. And the water was about sort of 18, 19 degrees. Mm. And you, you kind of immerse yourself in slowly. But of course, I had my neoprene gloves and boots on. And then I had my skins on. And then a double jacket of sort of wet sco- uh, wetsuit skins. Mm. And the first time I went in, I went with it all on. Second time. I took one layer off, third time I took another layer off and I, you know, I actually went in with just my swimsuit and my booties and gloves. Not boobies, booties, just in case somebody misheard. <laughs> but it was absolutely therapeutic there. I'm telling you, everybody should have a go at this because you'd come out of a swim, you'd just do sort of one circular lap because you've got to regulate your body and you've got to make sure that you don't overdo it. Because the moment your body gets too comfortable, you need to come out. The moment you start shivering, you need to come out. So you, you've got, kind of got to be aware of that. But the beautiful part was when you came out and then you went to the sauna and the sauna just overlooked the lake. Mm. And you could see the rain falling and there were these big fishes in there. They would be jumping about. It was just, it was heaven. It was absolutely heaven. Can I um, sort, of, sort of commission you? To what? Can you have a word with our mutual acquaintance, um, Bev McCarthy, who does the um, woodland walks yes. for mental health mm-hmm. stuff, uh, and have a word with her about whether she wants to extend that into cold water swimming for mental health? Maybe as a little collaboration. Oh, there we go. Yes, we could use Beckenham. They've got a pool there, haven't they? Well, the outside pool mm. in Beckenham, the lake. 
Yeah. Um, I think that's where the Beckenham, um, I think they're called Bobbies, Bodies or something. Bonnies, something along those lines. They go cold swimming there. Yeah, I, I just don't know. But there are a number of um, waters in Bromley that might be well, possible. When I find out which one I'm going to be going to next, I, you can accompany me. I can see that coming. <laughs> and you can bring <laughs> your swimsuit. I, I haven't got one. You haven't got a swimsuit? No, I've got the birthday suit, as aforementioned. And, um, well, and not surprisingly, you'll just have to I've do it in your shorts. boxes or yeah. your briefs, God, whatever yeah, you wear. I, I Swimsuit is the wrong word for me as a man. Yes, I've got some some swim shorts. Mm. But I can always lend you some bits and bobs. Skins, <laughs> I'm talking about. We, okay, uh, we were talking about me borrowing a wig for a networking event earlier, <laughs> which is how peculiar I can be. But that's another story. It is another story. Uh, that's no. definitely not for the cold water swimming. No, it's not. Let's move on to... Yeah. Um, last week we did a lovely interview, didn't we, with mm-hmm. Gareth Bacon. MP for Orpington. MP for Orpington. And if you haven't uh, listened to that, please do go back and listen to that. But uh, I think the, the great thing that came out of it, I, I asked him if um, we could have a trip to the Parliament. Oh, yes, indeed. The Mother of Parliament, as I believe it's called, yes. called the Mother of Democracy or something. But yeah. So that should be coming round shortly, around sort of September, October time. Yep, it needs to be firmed up, but... Um, uh, rumour has it, and the rumour is from Gareth himself, we might actually get to sit in, in the gunnery at uh, Prime Minister's Question Time. Which Absolutely. Be good. Isn't that going to be amazing? Uh, it's just, it's one of those things I can tick off my list. Well, uh, I've wanted to, to go, no, I'm, I'm the same. I've wanted to go into Parliament itself for 30 odd years. Mm. Um, and I have been partially in there. Um, I've been to the House of Lords, so I've been through the, the ga- main gallery entrance. I've been into a committee room in the House of Lords. Oh, wow, you've been in yeah, more than that, I have. that was to do with the British Blues exhibition. I literally uh, displayed it in there. Oh, fantastic. In, in the committee room. Um, oh, yeah, I was there for another reason as well. You, you remember I got an award for uh, community work? Yes. It was presented to me by Lord Juff, I think, isn't Lord Judd in the House of Lords. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm not sure if it was the same event where I sort of hijacked my own presentation and put the Blues exhibition up. don't think so. But, um, yes, I've been there twice. Oh, well, I need to shake your hand, young man. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much. But I've not been uh, in either chamber, uh, Commons or Lords. Yeah. Uh, And uh, I don't, I I suppose if we try to say, Gareth, can you take us in the House of Lords? We'll get barred. Mm. Yeah, can't go in there. That's the, the um, other estate. Anyway, good stuff. That's a real buzz, so we're looking forward to mm. that one uh, in due course. We will keep you posted um, with that happening. Yeah, well, I suppose we can have a word with um, Peter Fortune, the in- person we interviewed for the second time in the episode before, mm-hmm. and have a word with him about popping up to the London Assembly. Yes. Wherever it now is. Yes, that will be another great thing to experience as well. Mm, it will be. Well, that was surprising. We're meant to be going to cricket together, though, at Hayes. You and him, not me and you. Oh, no, you oh. like... You'd like. Oh, I don't know if they're, if, they're, if they're fit, sexy men, then yes. I think you said you actually like cricketers in their I do. outfits. In their outfits. Yeah. You're not but so bothered I, about the actual cricket? I'm not, no, mm. absolutely not. Well, one good thing about cricket, by the way, if you compare it to football and the other more frantic sports, it's ideal for watching with a nice glass of wine. There we go. Let's do that. There I'm in. <laughs> I'm absolutely in. Yeah. Right, what, is, what else have we got? Oh, Colin Smith. Yes, indeed. Um, we've been talking to, or you have actually, you're talking about the emails and being CC'd in. You've done a good job of CCing me in on this. 
Uh, we are hopefully going to interview the leader of uh, Bromley Council in due course, and that will be uh, an interesting experience, particularly at the moment, because in the news, um, I'll go out of sequence. Yeah, the news absolutely. Um, yes, there is a new news channel in Bromley. Whoop, whoop, Our, finally. Bromley, you know, funnily enough, the foreword is by uh, Councillor Colin Smith, and in that he says, uh, not everyone can sign up for our successful e-newsletter and coupled with the regular local news outlets diminishing printed presence across the borough, uh, and we of course do talk about notable exceptions to this, mm. um, and thankfully you didn't mention audio presence because we're that alongside Bromley Radio and Love to Beat respectively, but um, you know they, they said that we felt it increasingly important as part of the council's tackling loneliness and communication agendas to deliver news of local events and opportunities directly to your door. Good. Fantastic, uh, yes. And I've picked out a couple of things from it to talk about, but I'll let you go first. Yeah, um, let's... I, I wanted to mention, because actually, uh, when we were interviewing um, Gareth Bacon, yep. MP Gareth Bacon, he spoke about he was off to uh, meet the new superintendent uh, in Bromley. So a new chapter in po uh, policing opens as the Bromley greets its new superintendent um superintendent luke baldock if i pronounce that right uh, baldock relishes the challenges of leading bromley policing and looks forward to working with the council so it's a nice little turn hopefully um good things will be coming out of this well <laughs> Again, in other things you may not have observed, depends if you've been looking in the mm. Bromley Buzz Instagram messages lately, mm. um, we're quite, quite likely to interview fire brigade cadets coming yes. up. Yeah. Um, so we can work our way through the uh, services in the way... Oh, actually, we've done Army before, haven't we? We did the um, Warrant Officer Mark Kane. Yes, that uh, was at the from, um, British Legion. Yeah, um, and from the... Well, actually, it was the Newman Centre he came in. He came into the new, mm. we met him at the British and we Legion. Met him at the British Legion, but he was yeah. the, with the uh, Royal Artillery Regiment at Grove Park. Yeah. Do you know what? I was just thinking this might be another person that we could. Um, get on. I'm just going back to the superintendent. The uh, councillor, Angela Page, executive councillor for public protection and enforcement, um, was there obviously with mm. um, the meeting and greeting the new superintendent. And she says, Our relationship with the police is a crucial part of ensuring our borough continues to be one of the safest in London. I'm delighted to welcome Luke and his team. Oh, good. Uh, and yes, we're working our way through the councillors gradually. Yes, we are getting there, step by step. I want to talk about my other buzz, the Sports and Wellbeing Festival that I went to a couple of weeks ago, where I, uh, there was a whole load of sporting events that happened on that day from uh, simulators to climbing walls, to, oh, you name it. And there was companies from my time, there were independent businesses there, there was rugby clubs there, which I'm gonna name one in particular. There was just lots going on in Bromley on the high street. And this, um, I got to speak to Steve Smith, who works for Community Links. He works in the funding and development and there's an interview which we'll, I'll, we'll play in just a second. So he helped organise this whole event with BR1 Lates. And it was wonderful. And our wonderful Mercedes Yearly performed on stage there. A Romeo and Juliet skit. 
Well, I'll tell you what, shall we have Steve and then work our way through the others? Because yes, it's like an interview medley of yours. It is, bit. yes, it is a bit of a medley. So um, let's go through that, then I'll mention some more things about the day. Right, in which case, shall we kick off with Steve? Yes, let's kick off with Steve. Hi, I'm Steve Smith and I'm the Funding and Development Officer at Community Links Bromley. And um, I've been part of the organising committee for the Sports and Wellbeing Festival in the High Street here in Bromley tonight. And as you can hear, there's still lots of people here. It's half, well, it's 20 to 8 in the evening. There's still lots of people here. Um, and the weather's stayed great for us today. No rain. We have got lots of umbrellas just in case. Um, but we've had uh, such a lot of activities here, freestyling, we've had BMX biking, F1 simulators, climbing walls, there's martial arts, there's boxing, there's dancing, there's gymnastics. Um, it's been fantastic. There has been a brass band, silent discos. Um, it's been, uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot of work and I just nice to be just part of that. Um, but it looks like it's all paid off because I think everyone's having a fabulous time. There's still loads of people here. It is, and this goes on till nine o'clock, doesn't it? And it, it's just nice to see the Bromley High Street vibrant. Well, it just, it, I think it just week. shows what is possible with a little bit of money and a little bit of thought and a bit of planning. Uh, we can really bring people out. And it's great for the High Street, and it's all about sports and wellbeing. So it's a, it's a double win. It is absolutely a double win. And you know what? I love, by the way, I love the um, neurodiversity umbrellas up there. Uh, fabulous they as well, yeah. That's such a great project as well. It is. Yeah, well, thank you very much. And, yeah, enjoy the rest of the evening, should I say. <laughs> yeah, great, thank you. It was good to um, have Steve on the podcast because one of the great things is he's helped organise the uh, Bromley Youth Awards that we mm. presented at as well, and I enjoy meeting him there before. Absolutely. And as he said, you know, it's it was so wonderful to see the Bromley High Street buzzing at that time of the afternoon to the late evening normally that high street would be dead and the one beautiful thing about that high street is they had a how do I say like an arc of colorful umbrellas which was to represent neurodiversity so the new project of neurodiversity for 2023 um, and it was absolutely stunning because one of the things that I've missed one with you one and another one this time of course uh, I think they had it then as well, um, on the advertising, Silent Disco? Yes, there was a Silent Disco there. The kids were loving it. Oh, I, I None of the out. adults could get in there. None of the adults could get oh, in there. It was that, taken it, over by children. Oh, okay. In that case, <laughs> I'll have to wait for another one. And then they had, um, what do they call it? Is it a BMR biking? Where they BMX? BMX biking, I think Might it be. is. Where they put the plank and then they lift it and they can shoot off. So they had mm -hmm. them in the helmets. They had that as well. And as I said, my time gym were had a stall there. There was uh, independent businesses. Also, if you went into the Bromley Library, they had some more businesses in there showcasing what they have. Some were well-being, some weren't. Um, up at the top of the library, they had the showcase. I think it was called the Bromley Boys. It was basically the football, oh, yeah. Bromley Football Club. Their sort of journey and starting, uh, which I missed, unfortunately. Because the, there is actually the, the Bromley Boys is a film. Yes. Uh, and it is on Netflix at the moment, I believe. Oh, I okay, I didn't know that. It's my favourites recently. Could be wrong, but I don't think so. Oh, there we go. Um, I'll tell you what, this is, it would be a good time for a bit of atmosphere. And there's not much more atmosphere than the very buzzy Mercedes Yearly doing her thing. So a little bit of that now, I think. What, the Romeo and Juliet? Mm. Let's go with Romeo and Juliet.
Interactive Drama Workshop. Are you ready? Yeah! Yes! Woo! Right, so without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to do a one-off experience of the Bard's greatest tragedy, Romeo. Yay! That's right, lady at the back, Romeo and Juliet. Right, now for the opening of the play, as any tragedy should start, is with the sound of rain. So I would like everybody in the audience to take your hand like this, and you're going to make the sound of raindrops in your hands. Come a bit closer, everybody. I need to hear those raindrops. Right, here we go. Are we ready? <laughs> Two households, both alike in dignity, in fair Verona, where we lay our scene. From ancient grudge, break to new mutiny, where civil blood makes civil hands unclean. From forth, the fatal loins of these two foes, a pair of star-crossed lovers. You know it! Take their life, whose misadventures pietous overthrows, do with their death bury their parents' strife. The fearful passage of their death marked hormonal teenage love and the continuance of their parents' rage, which, but their children's end, naught could remove, is now the ten minutes traffic of our stage. Ladies and gentlemen, Act One, Scene One! Yay! There were two families at war. Who knows the name of those families? Thank you, lady. Thank you very much. You... She knows too much. <laughs> Act one, scene one starts on a Saturday night in a high street much like this. The Capulets versus the Montagues. Right, now I'm going to split you down the middle. I'm afraid you're going to have to go to the Capulets and you to the Montagues. This side is the Cats, the Capulets. Juliet. Thank you. 
the lady who doth know. <laughs> Juliet is the Capulet, and gate-crashing the party comes Romeo. They see each other across the crowded room and walk together, star-crossed teenagers with nothing else to do. He steals a kiss. Juliet cannot believe it, because her only love spun from her only hate. Those of you that watch Batty Oven, I won't keep going. <laughs> Juliet climbs onto her balcony. She looks out into the night as the moon shines down and she says, Romeo, Romeo, where the hell are Romeo? You know it, I knew you knew it. Romeo, Romeo, wherefore art thou, Romeo? And Romeo says, It is the east, and Juliet is the sun. She's so beautiful, she's like the sun. Uh, the other thing we can do is actually have her talk. Shall we do that as well, or yep. consecutively? Let's do that as well. Oh my goodness, I've just bumped into the one and only Nutter of <laughs> Quest Soul Theatre. Well, I was just dancing for you, and there was Mercedes, a moment... Mercedes, by the way. I, there was a moment where you Mercedes looked... Mercedes Yearly. Thank you. <laughs> there was a moment where you were like, who is this woman approaching me doing some sort of mad dance? Yeah, you were doing a mad yeah, dance. Yeah, sorry. I, it's because I'm nervous, and so I'm trying to get that energy out. So why are you nervous, then? I'm, I'm nervous because I'm going on stage in uh, about an hour's time to do a 20-minute slot of something that I... I changed my mind, and I'm going to do it. It's an interactive drama session... So I'm going to get the crowd involved in what I'm Are doing. Are they going to be coming on stage with you? No. I'm not going to single anyone out. Because I've been told not to do that, specifically. <laughs> so you're not going to drag me in as a no, guinea No, no, no. But um, basically, um, I'm, I'm going to be doing a 10-minute version of Romeo and Juliet um, with the crowd. So um, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm, I'm trying to pull, pull in a big crowd by sort of pretending that Lady Gaga's come in or something and get everyone to clap <laughs> and say, what's going on over there? And then they arrive and it's me and then I can start. Are you going to wear the wig of Lady Gaga? No. no. I did actually wear a dress like Lady Gaga once uh, and, and I felt amazing. I should find that. But yeah, so I'm going on and I've had a really great time. I've, I've just had a sound bath, mm -hmm. which is amazing. You, you can't really hear, but there's a girl playing it in the background and this lady was telling me about my which chakras are blocked, well, from which sounds that you like and which you don't like. And it was really interesting. So I'm definitely going to talk to her. And I've been talking to the social prescribing team. And apparently, there is somebody new um, championing the arts in social prescribing in southeast London. So, so there's a lot going on here. I mean, we've literally just started walking the high street. So um, yes, yeah, there is. There's lots of sport. There is. There's sports and wellness. And so there's a real mix of things going on. I can see someone else that I know. I'm just seeing lots of people I know and telling them when I'm on. Um, Which there's is great. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a rugby club. I've seen gymnasts. I've seen cheerleaders. I've seen the brass band. I've seen the Fantastic. sport. My time, like it's it's really good. And there's quite a few people down here, which is great. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Wow. I'm looking forward to seeing you on stage. Well, you can give a review about the, the, the session later on. Romeo, <laughs> Romeo, wherefore art thou Romeo? You see, that's part of the show. You're already ready. Sorry, I let the secret out. <laughs> I will see you later. All right, bye. There we go. That's the medley complete, unless I missed anything. That was really funny, though, when I... Um was walking, actually walking down the high street because I didn't expect Mercedes to be there. Mm. All of a sudden, I saw this person waving their hands frantically at me and I kind of looked the corner of my eye as I'm walking with my brother. I'm like, who's that person there? And then I realised it was her. It's no good looking at Mercedes out the corner of your eye. She will come over. <laughs> she will come over, absolutely. <laughs> Do you know what? Also, they had... Um, 
a stand where it's called developmental drama classes. So this is up um, sort of Mercedes Street. So join for an introductory uh, trial from the age of three to 18 years old, four different age groups. And that's www.helenogrady.co.uk. So she's got a drama academy and it's a worldwide, a world wide organization which has been running developmental drama since 1979. There's a couple of these uh, type of things in the borough. Um, we've interviewed Vive Arts before mm -hmm. and there's also the Pauline Quirk Academy I believe as yes. well, you know the yep. actress. So even. they've got lots of venues and studios for this mm. so Bromley Common, Chiselis, Gravesend, Orpington, Otford, Petswood and Shortlands. So to find out yeah pop over to helenogrady.co.uk um, and the other thing I wanted to mention, mm. which silly me, I had the chairman there, the manager, and another manager of the Beckerhamian Rugby Football Club. And it's nothing to do with Beckenham. Mm -hmm. They are very, very clear on that. It's Beckerhamian Rugby Football Club. And they also have a walk in rugby. And I, I interviewed them. But guess what? You did the same thing that I did, mm. albeit by Zoom, when I was interviewing um, the principal of London South East Colleges, and forgot to press record. Something like that, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I forgot so to I just press record. Say that so my sincere, sincere apologies. Mm. But we will make our way down to Beckerhamian uh, Rugby Club to interview them again because I do apologise. Uh, they, they, it was really interesting talking to them, actually, because it's the ladies' rugby club, and they've got a walking rugby, which I never thought that you would have I only heard rugby. of it recently because of West Park Rugby, and I know that they're thinking about doing it. Um, so, yes, yeah. let's um, get in touch with them and make our way down there. Also, on stage, where uh, Mercedes was performing her Romeo, Romeo, where thy far art Romeo, if mm. I said that right. Um, they had a lady doing hula hooping. So hula hoop workshops and entertainment. She got the crowd going. She put it all down. And mm -hmm. adults, children, as young as probably about three years old, picking up the hula hoops and they're giving it a good wiggle. So she's got her own club and it's a, a corporate, she does corporate events, community engagements, school clubs, holiday camps, etc., etc. So you can go over to www planethoop.co.uk and get your hips energetically moving mm. that was brilliant really really love that and one other last thing was I gave you a little present didn't I a yep. journal you with did. a little bee yeah. on and everything is uh, tree free paper and it's made from 100% recycled cotton rag um, oh, I didn't know and that. it was brought to you by the House of Tallulah. Mm. So her name was, if I can, Priyanshu. That was the lady who sold me that book. I that wonder I gave if you. that's local. Yes, mm. she is local. Mm. Well, we've interviewed people from the Greener Cleaner Hub before, so. Yes, maybe she's another she one a, yeah. that we could look at. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Anything else buzzing, or shall we move well, on to... As, as we mentioned the word green, Ooh, yes. um, one quick thing, and this is from that um, Al Bromley magazine, mm -hmm. subtitle London's Best of Borough. Uh, actually, two things for me from it. One, it's got adverts for stuff coming up at the Churchill Theatre, which we like, 
and says that Brenda Edwards is starring in the Cinderella, the fairy godmother of all pantos this year. Anyway, I digress. The thing is, in uh, there's a little bit that says, Tremendous news. The council's ambitious uh, initiative plant 5,000 new trees across the bor borough's streets is well underway, and I've seen it around here, or around me. Um, and it says, which I didn't know, we water regularly, providing each new tree 50 litres of water a week. Please help us water our trees, especially during the hot summer months. Just as well with the mm. weather we had before the current rain. Brilliant. No. Yeah, that's the only other thing. I would love to hear your affirmation. Because it was really good. Was it? In that it. case, do you know what? Mm. I think this time around, just to kind of change it around a little bit, mm -hmm. I think you need to read my affirmation Oh, it would be week. my absolute honour. Which um, is on your yep. Instagram, LinkedIn... Mm -hmm. Uh, and all of that Twitter so, and Facebook and actually it's got a title uh, so the power of affirmations um, and uh, here I'm going to do this Vida Della Mariposa coaching Zina Narani right what is it let's get to the point it says I am emotionally resilient I have the power to choose to let go of any unwanted emotions I thought that was really good and uh, it also follows nicely from when you were talking about uh, people who don't bring positivity into your life, mm. uh, energy vampires. I was talking about on my Mindset Matters show. Exactly, yes. on channel radio as well, every mm. Friday. Um, yeah, and, and I actually had, uh, without going into any details whatsoever, precisely that this weekend, because I went into a place I do not consider mm. to be a great one, and managed to let go of or put something else in the place of unwanted emotion, as it can Amazing. be done. But, you know, your affirmations thing is all about uh, repeated messages to yourself. Just remind us, actually, how do affirmations work? It's all about, um, in order for them to work, first of all, you have to have, find that time and space. And you need to believe in that affirmation, believe in yourself, believe in the words and that you want to make that change because that's how they work. And by that repeated uh, affirmation which is your what you're telling yourself repeatedly again and again it is rewiring your brain and changing that pattern that mindset the behavior patterns that you might have the thinking patterns by replacing it's that manifestation the law of attraction kind of thing and that's how they work they empower you because the more you believe in something the more likely that's going to happen the more negatively you think about things the more negative things happen Yes, because there's a lot of evidence behind this, yeah. a lot of um, thinking by uh, life and other kinds of coaches. Yeah. It's uh, Susan Jeffers. The, yeah, um, Susan Jeffers uh, is one of them. What's that book called again? Um, Feel the Fear Feel. and Do It Anyway. Thank you, which yeah. I'm currently reading very slowly. Uh, and she talks about them as well. Yeah. And she's been described as something like the queen of self-help or the, yeah. the guru of you've, it. You've also got uh, Bob Proctor, who's a well-known mm -hmm. um, coach researcher theorist out there bob proctor does a lot around mindsets and affirmations and the power of it oh thank you oh, and we're off air you can tell me more about him in any book i should read absolutely because uh, that'd be good um in fact in the spirit of affirmations um, one of us should repeat that one you repeat it no oh. okay i darren wheel um I, Zenat Narani, if I were you for briefly, am emotionally resilient. I have the power to choose to let go of any unwanted emotions. 
Lovely. Thank you. Thank you. Feels lovely to hear it's read by someone else. Mm. Perhaps I can do it again. But the thing is, you don't buy into every single affirmation you see. No. I think that's the point. You put out 52 a year mm. um, through your social media and mm. so on. Um, but they have to suit the individual. So yeah. you believe them, that's what you're saying. And, you know, when you hear something like that, you might want to change it around and tweak it mm. so it's, you're right, so it fits you yeah. and your thoughts and feelings, right? Just because I've written this affirmation doesn't mean you have to read it and say it as it is. You can tweak it to what's right for you. I wonder if the bit about, actually I'm wondering into mindset matters story. Next time we're in, I'll talk about this. Yes. Back to the Bromley buzz. Let's look at, look at some news, some things that have been buzzing about. Right. Well, we've got, um, and provided that um, you can uh, deal with the fact that it's always upside down on the what's on by, with the um, events that are furthest away mm -hmm. at the top, and the fact that when I copy it into our little script here, I always add tickets here, which we do not need to be right, reading out, mm. um, you might like to cover them. But I will pick out one, actually, because this came out of the front page of the Chelsea Village Voice magazine, mm -hmm. and it's a produce show. I've always fancied going along to one of those um, country events where people get very excited about flowers and the size of marrows and things mm. like this, and their dark and dastardly deeds and judge bribing <laughs> and all of that is done in, in the back scenes, and people fall out with each other for years because of the fact that they think somebody else has cheated. None of which I'm suggesting is happening in Chelsfield, even as we speak. Um, Thank God for but that. <laughs> yes, on the 9th of September uh, at the Chelsfield Village Hall from 2 pm for viewing, prize giving at 4, there is a, a Chelsfield Well Hill and District Produce show ranging through um, flowers, uh, vegetables, fruit, and other things. And one of the ones that tickled my fancy, not that I'm going to enter it, is Best Bucket of Compost. Okay. <laughs> Which you wouldn't expect. Anzi, there's wine. Oh, right up my street. Oh, there we go. You know, thinking about compost. Sorry, it's just got me thinking. Well, that's something that doesn't happen very often. No, not very often. I might have to get that picture and actually put it on our social media. So my neighbour, and well, it's not directly my neighbour, my mother's neighbour, she loves her compost bin. Hmm. Right? They're good. The bin, it's more like a barrel, should I say. Yeah. It is heaving with millions and millions of worms. Brilliant, wonderful. It's like, it makes your skin crawl. Okay. But I'll have to get that picture because it's incredible. Mm. And she loves it, it's her babies. She goes, I love my compost barrel. Um, it's a pride and joy. Yeah, ours tend to be more ants. Well, and you're doing something the, wrong then there. Then at the right time of year, you see them carrying around their little eggs. Okay. Which is... Well, you have to speak to Margaret about the worms. Hmm. Okay. Uh, you know Margaret anyway. Uh, maybe hers are superior to ours. Right, back to the news. Yes. Uh, can I just mention yes, something I spotted on social? I know we're jumping around today. No, we always do. Croft and Roman Villa. Yep. Uh, we are delighted to welcome 50 members of the local community um, on Sunday for the event at Crofton Villa for Crofton Residents Association. And on there, there's a lovely picture, as you can see, of the grounds all dug up and stuff. Oh, yeah. That's a place I still haven't been inside that I need to go to. I interviewed um, Dr. Brian or Steve, I can't remember now. Philp, I think it oh, is. Oh, did you? Who's okay. the guy there um, in one of our much earlier episodes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but I like the fact that we're walking in the shoes or the footsteps of Romans. It's fascinating, isn't it? Mm. Absolutely fascinating. Yes. Um, 
So we've got um, Bromley Food Bank as well. You know what um, Julius Caesar said when he came to Bromley, don't you? I came, I saw, I conquered Bromley. <laughs> well, he didn't, he didn't really. Okay, I back think to Bromley Food Bank. <laughs> he didn't conquer Bromley Food Bank. <laughs> uh, we are delighted to welcome a team from Bank of America to our warehouse, uh, which was back in 2022, to complete a volunteering day. If you're a local business and would like to experience a volunteering day with them, then please get in touch with Bromley Food Bank at info at bromleyborough.foodbank.org.uk. Oh, that's lovely. It's nice to hear things like that. Well, I have a little thing from the new shopper as well, in a place where we've previously enjoyed a couple of espresso martinis. Um, there are a few of those around the borough, to be fair. Anyway, following the opening of the business in 2022, Dorothea Marshall... Uh, has now opened a new restaurant located within the newly redeveloped Bromley Town Old Town Hall. The former town hall now houses the restaurant, along with Brahma, a new boutique hotel, and a large workspace offering spaces, office spaces and conference rooms. The Grade 2 listed building, which was originally built in 1907, was put on the at-risk register in 2009, but has since, a long time after, been given a revamp. Yeah. I think it's time we pop back. Sorry? I think it's time we pop back. Yes, I think so. It is a stunning building. I remember going there, gosh, when it was an education centre, when it was the part of the civic centre as well, mm. where you'd go in there for jobs and signing up and things. Gosh, it's really moved on. Yep. Uh, talking of um, refurby stuff, um, Twitter I saw from at the Penge Tourist, otherwise known as the Penge Tourist Board, who will take over the currently closed Paulina Arms? In mm. Penge. I was in there a little while ago interviewing Councillor Simon Geel, who mm. uh, is also the, or was probably still is, the president of the um, Penge Festival, which is what now, 52 years old maybe? Uh, but I didn't realise it had closed. I hope it opens soon. Uh, pubs are good for communities. Super. And uh, this one amused me. From, well, the thing that amused me was actually the title of the Facebook group, which I'm not reading out in full because I've forgotten it, but uh, the Orpington Gossip, uh, there's an, a successor uh, on Facebook, which is along the lines of Orpington Gossip that hasn't banned somebody's name for some minor act of mm -hmm. annoyance. <laughs> they obviously retaliated by setting up this alternative Facebook group, which oh, is quite right. popular. But anyway, it says the Zyka restaurant in Orpington is opening. Uh, and that is the former Scala restaurant, ah, the Italian yes. uh, Mediterranean one. Yeah. Big place. We used to be asked before that. Mm. Nice to see it back in action. And uh, Zaika is an Indian. Oh, it's an Indian. Mm. I was thinking it might be Turkish or Greek. Huh? So was I, actually. Uh, Just from the name. Yeah, exactly. But I looked it up on their Facebook. They're definitely Indian. Oh, it would be uh, nice to go down. Uh, we definitely have to take uh, Sarah down with us because, after all... She's uh, more Indian than I am. <laughs> Even though she's a white girl. <laughs> no, not mind-boggling mind statement, but yes, she was no, born overseas. No, but we say overseas. that, you know, because yeah. she, she knows a lot about Indian food and all the spices and all of that, and she eats more Indian food than I eat Indian food. Yeah, but I bet you speak better, um, uh, which is it, Gujarati? Gujarati. Yes. Well, yeah, probably. Uh, should, we, should we dig your mum out of... Um... <laughs> out of the room, room that's to be kind of yeah, sent it to a room Perhaps not, no. <laughs> no she won't approve good <laughs> english i speak that's right. what it is uh, that brings us on to uh, events i think yes uh, what's uh, some what's on thing i wanted to mention the uh, rotary bromley game change they have meetups on mondays 
So mm. they talk about don't be alone. Um, everyone is welcome. Come and join us for a friendly chat and meet new people. Uh, go to the table with the Rotary Chat, sign on um, and have a cup of tea. So they meet on the first Monday in the month at the grounds in Hayes. On the second Monday, Scott's Kitchen, West Wickham. Third Monday, M's Kitchen, which is where we had that lovely, um, I think it was um, Prosecco, wasn't it? Could Those be. drinks at M's Kitchen in Beckenham. Mm-hmm. And then on the fourth Monday, at, uh, Daisy Gray's Chinese Roundabout. Get about, so th- they, they do uh, get about. So, if, you know, that's no, it's run by Nolene and Viv, so you can contact them um, on. Yeah, if you go onto their um, Instagram, Rotary underscore Bromley underscore underscore chain. Should we take turns at the What's On, going from the bottom up here? Yes. Uh, I will do the next one, um, which is 16th to 17th of August. Of course. Finn Taylor and Friends, and that's why I'm saying it, because I know it's a comedy thing, um, and you don't, uh, at the Bridge House Theatre in Penge. Uh, The next one's a bit clearer over to you. Bromley FC, Women's versus Hassocks, on the 20th of August. And followed by Darren's favourite thing, Hayes Cricket Club, home game versus Gerrard's Cross 2, 12.30pm. 26th of August. 26th of August, sorry, forgot about the dates. So uh, a little shout out to Hayes Cricket Club. Oh, horrible histories, I love them. Balmy Britain, I've seen that, it's fantastic. Have you? Yes. I didn't know that. I've seen Balmy Britain. Mm. Yes, Britain is pretty balmy, no, you mentioned it. It is, it is pretty balmy. Mm. And that's happening on the 27th of August. Yeah. Hmm. You might want to see it twice, would you? Yeah, because it was a long time ago. It's a very long time ago. Well, we've still got six in your advanced planning for next year, uh, July something, at the Churchill Theatre. Um, right, 30th of August, Oktoberfest, Orpington at the GPO. Well, I don't know much it about be... Oktoberfest, but I assume, A, it's very Germanic, B, it involves unfeasibly large amounts of beer. I was going to say, do you think they'll do really large glasses of espresso martinis. Steens, I think, or steins, maybe. They're of called. espresso martinis? Oh, well, that'd be great. <laughs> We'd have to carry us out if you had one of them. <laughs> we wouldn't, we'd be off to hospital. You might as well just go straight to the stomach pump. <laughs> but anyway, yes, Oktoberfest. I think they've got entertainments along with it as well from what I was Lovely. reading, so that's good. Next one. Uh, on the 30th as well, uh, you have, we have, not you have, we have, uh, Orpington Fire Station Open Day. That'd be really interesting to go along to. Oh, yeah. Really excited about that. Maybe I can slide down the po- um, their pole. But uh, only we if can got get Sarah as well. to show us some of her tricks, her pole dancing tricks. <laughs> and yeah. impress the firemen. I'm sure it would. Um, maybe She was hanging upside I wonder, down I wonder, on, on, her Monday show, uh, on her Monday tr- um, pole dancing workshop. She was hanging upside down. Maybe we can ask the firemen whether they use their pole for pole dancing practice themselves. Mm. In fact, you can ask. I'll stand at a safe distance. <laughs> okay, moving on. So, 3rd of September. Yes, 3rd of September. <laughs> rugby Munchkins. Excuse children. Uh, West Coombe Park Rugby Club in Orping. And then from the 7th to the 9th of September, we have Murder in the Dark at the Churchill Theatre. Mm. With Tom Chambers, I think. Ah, talking of Westcombe Park Rugby Club, which we were a minute or two ago, uh, 9th of September, they have their first home game of the season, and I believe a ladies' day, uh, and they're playing Isha. Uh, so that's the 9th of September. Okay. Is it Isha or Esha? Uh, Isha, I do believe. Okay. I would assume. If there are any Isherans or 
Eshers. Or Eshererians, whatever it is <laughs> out there who think I'm wrong, do feel free to get in touch. Uh, okay, over to. Um, oh, yep. I've already mentioned the Chelsfield Well Hill yes, Produce yeah. Show, 9th September. And this is one of your favourite oh, ones, yeah. um, which I've not experienced, but I'm looking forward to this time round on the 10th of September. Pause in the park at Cater Park. You know mm. what? I think I might ask Barbara Howard to put a shout out for that because it was just so great last time yeah. I went. Uh, full of um, one of the great moments was a pair of bulldogs greeting each other. It was a very stately experience. Fantastic. Yeah, fourteenth to sixteenth of September, Frankenstein at the Churchill Theatre. Ooh, mm. nice! That looks um, really, really good. Apparently, there's also a ballet happening at the Swan Lake or something at the Churchill Theatre as well, mm-hmm. which I'm looking forward to. I'm going to see if I can get down there to have a look. Um, not sure when. I think it's September, maybe or late August. But anyway, sure. but uh, for fans of ballet, you can always check out our interview with the um, leader of the English Youth Ballet, mm. who uh, I interviewed previously as well, because she's based actually in Bromley. Um, yeah. yeah. So from the thirteenth to twenty-first of October, present Laughter Bromley Little Theatre. Yes, which I think is uh, Noel Coward, uh, one yeah. of his, unless I'm mistaken, uh, and. Um, a relative of yours was mentioning about another production that's coming yes, up at the Bromley Yes, the Incident Theatre Room. Mm. That's going to be in November. I think he mentioned from the... Because he sent me a voice message. And it's from the 9th to the 11th or something like that of November. But it's called The Incident Room, where his friend has uh, written the script for it. Brilliant. So Talented I'm looking forward to that. Talented obviously. <laughs> Uh, and yes, last one for this year, we're going to have to start putting in 2024 on soon, 30th of November to the 2nd of December, The Absence of War, which is being put on by the Chelsea Players, one of our Ooh. lovely Amdram uh, groups around here. Super. Well, to um, if you haven't caught all of those wonderful dates of what's on, you can go over to our website at uh, bromleybuzz.co.uk and you will find the whole listing there. Because Darren's always a busy, buzzy bee putting all the details on the you, website. You realise what I'm going to have to do when I'm editing this. I'm going to have to add in a couple of things we've mentioned that aren't on there yet. <laughs> yes. But almost all of them are as of uh, speaking yes. now on there. But we can keep adding. Yeah. But yes, you'll find all of that information. So that is our wonderful buzz for today. Yes, and I think this week. Time on tradition. Did we do this in the pilot show? I'd have to listen back. But I have a feeling we actually did a buzz finish even in that one. We did. And I think we haven't done a proper buzz for a long time. So let's do a lovely little buzz. Okay. A one, a two, a one, two, three. Zzz. Zzz. Zzz.